0: Dead Letter Movie Podcast, Episode Thirteen, recorded February twelfth, two thousand seventeen. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew, and we're doing another installment of our Movies for People Who Love Movies series. Uh, this night, uh, tonight we're we're going to talk about the uh, the nineteen fifty two MGM musical Singing in the Rain, starring mm-hmm. Gene Kelly, W. Reynolds, and Donald O'Connor. So this is. Uh, I I almost don't even know where to start. This this is such a fantastic movie. Um so so much went into this. It's 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 all the glitz and glamour. Um but it's it's also a little self-aware because it's uh while it, while it was shot in the early 50s, it's about the advent of uh talking pictures, so you sound synchronized with uh, with moving pictures for the first time and how that disrupted the industry and uh how uh, how one fictional
1: studio and its stars cope. Yep. That's uh I guess it's the best way to synopsize it, yep. Um it's uh, it's a film from that it, the directorial credit is shared between uh, Stanley Donen who would also make uh, a lot of movies like this uh and um and Gene Kelly. Um gene kelly is was mostly in charge of the dance and choreography sequence dance and choreography sequences is redundant but you know like those <laughs> those <laughs> scenes in the film and don and working on the rest of it um i mean they work together a lot but yeah um and uh so this is about as musical a musical could be the um the songs are actually um back catalog songs for the most part um a couple of newer songs apparently although one is uh Kind of sounds like a Cole Porter song, but (laughs) yeah, all of these are songs that were from other musicals, and so it's basically a jukebox musical. And out of that, they would create something actually pretty marvelous. Um, If you can, you can actually go online and find the clip of the original Singing in the Rain from 1929, which features a bunch of people playing ukuleles and in raincoats, and it's not a bad song that way, it's just doesn't have Gene Kelly. So yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Not um, not
0: not the iconic number that
1: we all know and love today. Yeah. And uh would go on to uh, to uh be uh, dealt with in a uh clock record, in a clock record later. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, things I associate with "Sing in the Rain." Most people probably don't want to, but I do. That's uh, a, anyway, that that's that's a, <laughs> that's a whole other chat. That's a whole other chat. But yeah, the uh, anyway, that never mind. Um, <laughs> so the film is—it's interesting because the film has uh, when we chronologically, if we go through the film, the when you start the movie, you are you're treated to this big Broadway, not Broadway, this uh, this big Hollywood, Hollywood premiere of a new, yeah, Hollywood. Sorry, Hollywood, we have the Broadway melody at the end, but sorry. Um, <laughs> The beginning we have the Hollywood premiere and we're treated to this like f- extended flashback about uh Donald O'Connor and Gene Kelly making it up in Vaudeville. And I really like that sequence because that's when you first notice that Donald O'Connor is actually pretty darn good at this as well. Um, I mean, everyone knows that Gene Kelly is great because you know, he'd already made a name for himself at this point. I mean, uh, uh, a couple years earlier, American in Paris, which stars Gene, star Gene Kelly, got Best Picture of the year. Uh, that directed by Vince Bonelli, but you know different, different people. But still, the Arthur Freed unit, who's who produced this film as well. So they look very similar, but they have, they're still very, very different films. But you can kind of, so we all know that Gene Kelly is really good from having been in the, been working before. And but does see Donald O'Connor hold his own against? And that early vaudeville sequence is really cool to me. They're wearing like this really stupid suit, like I don't, it's like really I don't know how to describe it. It's just ugly as sin. And they're playing fiddles and they're dancing and they're doing awesome. And like the audience doesn't care, right? Like the the audience <laughs> in the flashback doesn't care, but we, the audience, and like we're like dang. And the takes are kind of long. And he's just I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's it's yeah. one of the first things I notice in that movie. Is, well, because it's one of the early scenes, but it's one of the first things that I. I I notice about like not only is Gene Kelly really good, but Donald O'Connor is also fabulous as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's that. That came as a bit of a surprise to a lot of people. Um, and you know, certainly Gene Kelly is is a better dancer. Would and he he gets some more showcase numbers later. But there are a couple of others. Um, Moses supposes about uh, about midway through the film is a, another sort of duet between him and uh, between Gene and, and Donald and. They're they're step for step and it's it's phenomenal. It's it's really something to see. So um should uh should yeah. also mention here Gene Hagen as uh silent film star Lena Lamont. Um, ah Lena <laughs> Gene Kelly, Gene Kelly's in movie on screen co star. <laughs> um who as uh as they say later can't act, can't sing and can't dance uh, is, is, is sort of a stereotypical dumb blonde, mm-hmm. but I mean, what a performance.
1: Oh yeah. She was, uh, she was nominated for supporting uh, actress, wasn't best, she? Best supporting. Um, didn't, yeah. didn't win, but, but was didn't up for it that yeah. year. Yeah. And uh, she is, uh, well, like, like, like Tim said earlier, this is more or less about the beginnings of talking cinema and, um, and and sync sound and whatnot. So there is this. Lena is an example of of not quite having the right voice for <laughs> for talking pictures. Um, and she does. She has this really bizarre somewhat cartoony voice and that's um, i'm not entirely sure who's like the greatest example to 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 use to be like this person was a great silent film star and then they talked and no one could take them seriously anymore and i think i do think greta garbo had some problems with that early on because you know she was a huge star and then like for her to have this you know german accent i think did kind of mess with people to to a certain extent i mean that's not the greatest example because you know greta garbo could also be awesome with her voice <laughs> sure so sure. Um, but i know it happened to a few people um
0: yeah we we should mention here as well uh honorable mention to a, a few other films that have mm-hmm. have told yeah, very very much the same story though not necessarily in the same way um the artist from a few years ago uh yeah. a few different versions of a star is born yeah yeah so uh-huh. some some All, of that kind of stuff
1: uh yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah maybe um maybe like i never saw i never saw the babs and uh and christopherson versions so, no i didn't either uh, so yeah i so that one i'm unsure about but the uh, yeah and and i don't know if we're gonna be doing that with the gaga the cooper one in the future either but eh, we'll see oh boy <laughs> um yeah so oh sorry swedish accent sorry <laughs> when i was talking about Greta garbos swedish accent sorry <laughs> um now i feel stupid uh sorry guys sorry um, all right. Sorry. Go on, Tim. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> so, um, uh, I, uh, I, I want to
0: talk again about, uh, you know, Donald O'Connor, uh, who gets some of really some of the best lines in the script. And it's, it's a pretty good script. Um, especially for being, as, as we mentioned, this is a sort of a jukebox musical. This is sort of just all built around, Hey, we've got all these, these songs in our back catalog and, I think I can sort of have an idea for like a sequence from this one song and we build a movie around it Uh, for, for all of that. The script really is pretty tight and very, very witty and charming. Um, But I, I love uh, Donald O'Connor's sort of, you know, just one off one liners his his little quips. So give me a raise. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, and and some of them are just the, the stupidest things, but the the timing and the delivery is is so perfect you can't help but smile so at at one point not long into the film uh they're they're leaving from the the big movie premiere and uh and uh Donald O'Connor's car breaks down and and they get mobbed, but nobody knows who he is, so everybody's mobbing Gene Kelly yep. and says, "Hey Cosmo, call me a cab it's, okay, you're a cab." yep <laughs> and that's it's 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 a stupid stupid old joke but the, the way he says it and the look on his face
1: is just so perfect yep and that's uh and that's the thing like i think i i i think donald connor is the mvp of the film like he's i'm not saying that we could do, like that someone else could play the character and it wouldn't be as good i'm not gonna go that far because i think danny k probably would have done just as good of a job um but the uh I think without that without that character, without and and probably without you know Donald O'Connor's version of the of that character, like the film wouldn't be as special, I think. It just wouldn't be as just wouldn't be as fantastic. Yeah, um, it
0: would it would certainly be different. Um mm-hmm. and it's 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 not too hard to imagine Danny Kay in the role. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and it would have been very very similar i i think i I, yeah. I can imagine that there's a lot of similarity between their their deliveries uh and and kind of their manic energy like is, is showcased yeah. uh, in uh make them laugh which is a it's a fantastic number um yep. i mean the the choreography all all the the technical arrangement and the 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 physicality of of o'connor in, in this number it's 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 astonishing. I mean, and there there are long takes in it. It's it's not all one continuous take, mm. but there are not really that many. And no, not really. At at, at the end of it, when he falls down on the floor, you, you can you can see as they do the the fade, the the
1: crossfade to the next scene. He's kind of breathing heavy. <laughs> oh yeah like you can it, and i i don't know anything about the making of that scene i mean i know about good morning taking a while because like you told me about this but like i'm curious about how long make him laugh took him to do cuz yeah I, and I'd, how, I'd love to know yeah it's uh i mean i feel like he, he probably lost 10 pounds that day just from dancing and like you know it's hard to do that wall thing man to run up and do the yeah. backflip thing like that is not an easy thing to do, and uh, it takes a lot of ab work and, <laughs> and yeah, speed. And yeah. he does it, man. He does it like three times, and they and, and that's just what we ball. see but in the in the finished yeah. film.
0: I mean, never, yeah, never we don't mind. know how many times yeah.
1: he did it and failed.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> mean, how how many takes did they do that they didn't use? I mean, how how much rehearsal? Mm -hmm.
1: so and this is this was a technicolor film because so all of that is really really hot because you had in order to make a because this was like three strip technicolor no less so they had to have it as bright as possible and so imagine dancing your heart out and it being like under really hot lights all Mm -hmm. the time um it's a marvel they didn't melt um I mean, I get, I think that's why there aren't too many close-ups in this movie sometimes, because we would see the makeup, like, you know, just dripping off or something. But, um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, that's a possibility.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I can't discount that. Um, yeah. so, um, gosh, um, Gene, Gene Kelly is a, is a really good performer here too. I mean, the, the, the dancing of I mean, course, clearly. well, yeah. But yeah, uh, the, his his character and, and the way he delivers his lines as well, um, mm-hmm. in a number of his his interactions with um, with Debbie Reynolds, you know, he's he's witty and he's he's charming. And he's oh he's you know a big movie star and you know, a little bit overinflated ego, but you mm-hmm. can you can see it on his face when he has overplayed his hand and he knows it. You yep. there, there there are some subtle things there that I I kind of missed in in earlier viewings but yeah, mm-hmm. that that I caught this time around so he's 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 bringing stuff that yeah there's there's a lot to him yeah the the singing and the dancing and the acting Yeah, and
1: not the acting, not, yeah.
0: not 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 the best actor i mean certainly i've 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 seen better he's much better known as a dancer and and rightly
1: so but he's no slouch Oh yeah, no, he he's, he's he definitely knows what he's doing. Um, the thing I really like about Jim Kelly is, is that he's he's good looking, but not super good looking. Like uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I know that's the sound that sounds weird, but I mean, like, uh, like to use, like, it, I don't know, like because uh, you know he's got like that scar on his face that's like that kind of makes him human, and he's got like, like even you know, he's he's got like the the matinee idol good looks, but he's also kind of like. He also just looks kind of like, he doesn't, I don't know who, he he's not Clark Gable, you know, he's not, right. he's, he's, he's you, a, he's a pretty good looking normal guy, so. Yeah, he's a pretty good looking normal guy, he's not like, like, he, and that makes him kind of like a little bit more relatable, I mean, like, you know, I like Fred Astaire, but Fred Astaire is in this whole other world, like, you know, <laughs> like, um, like, you know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah, um. And that's the thing that I kinda like about, about Gene Kelly is that you know he this is a man who is in just a whole other league of in dancing and charm and just being a witty fun dude, but he also seems strangely relatable in this film. Um
0: He's, he seems very relatable, and I, I think a lot of that comes back to his uh, his scenes and his interactions with Don O'Connor as as well. They they've got mm-hmm. real chemistry as as this 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 best friend pair. Um, yep. in the, the, uh, the Moses poses number that I, I mentioned earlier, I mean, the, the, the way they sort of just Donald O'Connor gets him going just a little bit and then it just keeps building and building and, and they're going one on top of the other, this, this, this whole time. And it, it turns into this tremendous big production number <laughs> this, this whole tap dance. And it's, it's, it's really incredible. And it's, it's actually some of my. Oops, sorry. Go on. Oh no, I, I was I was just gonna say it. It seems less like a, a spontaneous number for that reason than a lot of others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, even in just this movie, but you know, a lot of musicals you know have the cliche. Hey, you know, just suddenly break into song and dance for no apparent reason. This one, I I totally bought because they they built this background that you know. Hey, these these characters. Were, were people they they came from vaudeville and and all this performing and they've been doing this together a long time and it just sort of turns mm-hmm. into this thing and hapless diction
1: coach is caught in the middle yep, did you uh, did you ever see Meet Me in St Louis which I think is also an Arthur freed movie um, uh, I confess I haven't okay it's a uh, it's 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 uh, it's okay it's um I mean I like that movie but it's also and it's it's not singing in the ring. but uh, the, the interesting <laughs> thing about that movie is that it's um a lot of the music in it is provided by something. There is no music that comes out of nowhere like it does in most musicals. Like there's someone playing an instrument or there's, you know, like there uh there's a song coming out of a radio or something for them to sing again. Like there's that's the thing I really like about about that movie. And that's the kind of thing you're talking about with this Moses Symposes thing is that although music comes out of nowhere, you're able to believe that these two guys would do this yeah in a, like, in a more or less real context. Um, the uh, I mean, as much as we're talking about the chemistry that Donald O'Connor and Gene Kelly have, we should probably talk about Debbie Reynolds, too. Because, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, they have an amazing... Uh, they also have amazing chemistry. Um, uh, before we started recording, I was telling Tim that they're meat cute where, after they get mobbed, um, Gene Kelly runs off, and earlier in the movie, runs off and ends up in Debbie Reynolds' car. And it is the most it is such a brightly lit piece of nighttime photography that I'm like, this is the brightest night in the history of ever. Um, (laughs) Like it's everything is just really, it's like Las Vegas apparently. Um, But anyway, the, um, but I mean, you see it from that early scene where they first meet that, Oh, these two are going to be like interesting to watch together. Um, and it's not just like, you know, the love story that comes out of it, but it's just interesting to see how they work with each other in certain scenes. And then part, and like, we know that the two of them had, um, uh, not the greatest relationship <laughs> during the production of this film. Um, I'm not saying it wasn't like, you know, like eventually things got better, but there was definitely some tension between them because Gene yeah. was a bit of a slave driver when it came to doing the dancing and Debbie was, you know, a person and <laughs> not 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 a dance machine so um so like that was something that like you know that had to be contended with and i think that actually adds something to their chemistry that there's just this little bit of i hate you <laughs> to <laughs> what they're doing and but there's also a little bit of like you know like i still like you kind of thing going on yeah and and that's something i think really adds to their performance. Um subtext, i guess is what we would call that. But, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Sub subtext is is a good word for it. Um and it's it's there, i mean e- even when their performances are a little bit hammy and and over the top, you know, sort of that that old mm-hmm. Hollywood sheen kind of thing. Some some of yeah. that is on display here in spite of its its self-awareness and and making fun of movie making. Yes. So um yeah, all all of that um, yeah, the, uh, the, the big, big number that has all, all three of the top build stars, uh good, morning. It's, uh, good morning. It's a, it's a heck of a thing. I mean, like, like most of these, it's, it's not all one take. I mean, no, it, just, but there's a lot of, lot of, a lot of long takes. There, there are a lot but... of long takes. Um, the, the story is that this took something like 13 hours one day to film and that by the end of it Debbie Reynolds' feet were bleeding but you would never know from looking at any of these shots in the finished film so these mm-hmm. are these are performers at at the top of their game and they've they've brought everything to the table it's 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 all there and it's 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 fun and dramatic and high
1: energy It's it's extremely high energy. Yeah. When you consider these people apparently weren't sleeping, like it's like the, that's actually my favorite sequence of the whole film. Because I think I just like the song, but the, uh, it's catchy. Like just all three of them really like work together and really like, I mean, like, I mean, Gene Kelly, there's no disputing that Gene Kelly is the best dancer in the room, but to see the other two like hold their own with him is it's kind of you know it's inspiring in its own strange way, yeah. um, but I think that's th- the reason why I really like it is because it's great to see all three of them dancing together, dancing and singing together. Because we, we have like we have a lot, lot of Gene's own. We, we have you know the, the the song of of Donald on his own. We don't. I don't think we really have a Debbie on our own like song and dance section. Um,
0: not not as but, such. Um, should, yeah. Should. if I could interject here for a a second, yeah, yeah. um, they actually did film a, uh, a solo song with, with Debbie Reynolds Mm -hmm. that, that can be found. It's, it's been on some of the home video releases, um, where she sings, you are my lucky star. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that was ultimately cut from the, the film in its finished state. But I mean, they, they shot it and, and finished Mm -hmm. it and everything. Um, and i'm i'm a little disappointed by that cuz i i wanted to see more of her in the movie too mhm but i mean having seen it i i think it makes sense it's it's a good cut cuz it's it's a little bit out of place with the the rest of the movie i'm mm-hmm. not sure exactly where it would have fit in between yeah. other scenes i i'm
1: not sure where a good transition you,
0: into or out of it would be
1: you you can find where it's supposed to go but i can't remember um but yeah, it's uh because I've seen I've seen a lot of it too, and it's like I agree, it's a maybe it wasn't the best song <laughs> for 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 that. Um, but I mean, I don't it, know, it, it works. She's she's a a great
0: singer, and yeah, it it was it was something to to listen to, but I I don't know that it served the the film as a whole. So yeah, that, I, that, I I, I understand I the cut. Yeah, Even if and, I don't necessarily
1: like it. Yeah, that's what I mean by it. I'm not sure if it's like the right song because it's um it may not work well with the rest of the con I mean, like she does I mean like it's not like she does a bad job or anything, or that's like no, it's an interesting all. sequence and everything. It's just uh, yeah. It's one of those hard decisions you have to make sometimes when you're making a movie. Um But uh yeah, so moving along, like after Good Morning, we go pretty soon into singing in the rain. Um like the actual the actual singing in the rain bit and uh, it's uh yeah this this is the
0: one iconic sequence from this film is is this Mm -hmm. number um i mean there there are others that are are really great but this this is the one that you know kind of sticks in people's minds um and the the story here is you know gene kelly had flu or, or something and was running a high fever while they were doing this and also that his suit shrank because of the because of all the water
1: well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like, so, can you imagine just how humid it would have had to have been? I mean, like, just ugh. yeah, like, uh, and uh, and you were telling me it wasn't used with, that they didn't use milk that they just backlit it or something. Uh, uh, yeah, apparently, and
0: I was I was surprised to to learn that. I I know they they do sometimes for for that effect use um at at least milk mixed in the water because it yeah, photographs yeah. better it shows up better on on film. Um, but apparently they didn't do that here. They you know use some some sort of crazy backlighting rig um i mean it it works the 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 atmosphere and the the tone of the whole number you you absolutely believe it even though you know
1: it's it's on a stage in a back lot mm-hmm. somewhere I think by my, uh, my favorite i mean like i mean the whole sequence is like really good and how well he dances and everything, but it's literally the last like chunk of it that is my favorite is when the cop is looking at him with this like. What are you doing, face? Right, Um, right there at the very end, yeah. At the very, very end, and Gene Kelly just—I mean—he sings it. He says like he just the way he just says was sings. You know, I'm dancing and singing in the rain. Like it was like to like answer the question. Like I mean, that's when you because when you hear the record, you hear it without the context of his face being like, oh, that last bit is him explaining what he's doing. Um, it's not like just the end of the song. Like that's something that I just find absolutely enjoyable for some reason but like you know if you're off singing and dancing in the rain and the cops and a cop came by I was like give you this like what are you doing kind of face of course what would you say well I'm not dancing and yeah. singing in the rain and, and uh, you,
0: you don't see a whole lot of the the cop's face or, or his expression it's it's pretty much in shadow he's, he's got you know sort of the, the old-timey cop hat on so yeah that, that covers most of his eyes and and such but the expression on Gene Kelly's face when he realizes mm-hmm. the cop is watching him is is priceless. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, speaking of big sequences and things that maybe are a little out of place, if if I have one quibble about this movie, it's it's the uh, the Broadway melody sequence that comes kind of towards mm-hmm. the end, and it's yeah. not really contiguous with the rest of the movie. It's it's basically, I think, just an excuse to. Have Gene Kelly and Sid Sharice dance together in this movie when Sid mm-hmm. Charisse isn't in the movie otherwise?
1: She's in the, well, I mean, like, she's in the, she's in the very beginning of the movie. Um, she's, uh, she's at the premiere. Uh, she's, the. Uh, she's wearing, like, she's like the goth lady that comes down the red carpet. Um. am Fairly sure that was, that was
0: someone else, but, um, I, I could be wrong. It's uh,
1: Sid Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, um, uh, yeah. Because, because, she, like, uh, she's like this other actress in the world, like this other person that, like, like she she exists as this other thing, this other entity. <laughs> she just she just doesn't like. She exists in universe, but she's not like a part of the movie still. Okay. So it is kind of like if you, it's very easy to forget that. Oh yeah, Cicely was in this movie earlier, wasn't she? Yeah, uh, I don't know. IMDb says she's just credited as dancer. Oh really? Okay. Um, I, almost, I thought she was the goth chick at the beginning, or what we what we would call goth. Um, but the uh, <laughs> little bit, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I guess I guess vamp is what they would have said back then. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but there's there's
0: this this whole sort of fantasy sequence, um, and it's 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 basically a short film in and of itself, and doesn't have a whole lot really to do with the rest of the movie. So, yeah, we, we've we got like three, four more songs here that we just can't fit with the story, and hey, Sid Charisse is around, and we should have Gene Kelly and Sid Charisse dance together. So well, so we we do this.
1: Well, it's supposed to be the end of the movie. Like, so during the film they're making a they're making a movie that's going to be converted into sound and because of the sound thing there's like a whole problem with it and like the sequence is supposed to be what would be the end of that movie.
0: Yeah. is
1: what it's supposed to be. However, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for that movie. <laughs> um no, it really like, wouldn't. So it's like there is a I will say an attempt to have it make sense. I'm not saying it does. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, but... I I don't think it
1: quite works. Which,
0: in sort of a weird way, kind of works with the movie because mm-hmm. like, you know, this 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 is all sort of uncharted territory for the for the characters and hey, movie making is messy and things happen. <laughs> Sometimes it, it, just... it yeah you you just you just gotta roll with it and sometimes it means you get a bad movie um it didn't in this case for uh for the film we're watching or the one the characters are making but uh, that, that that whole sequence i mean i i like it as itself there's there's some great dancing and you know big big production numbers kind of like um some of the the stuff you see in in la la land this this year um so, yeah, def- definite homage there. I just it it feels weird to me like it's it's not necessarily of a piece with the rest of the movie that we're watching.
1: Mm-hmm. And and I see where you're where you're coming from here. It doesn't like um I had um having seen uh, American in Paris, which won two years before this was made, and has like a really long dance sequence at the end. It's like I, I'm uh, now I'm wondering if it really is longer than than this one but i feel like it has to be um but like i kind of like i see them kind of i don't know holding it back and learning their lesson but the uh and then maybe that was a little long um but like so like it doesn't really bother me that well i I know you're not really saying you're bothered by it so i guess it doesn't like i think that's how i'm able to deal with that yeah in, in um I mean, I really like the sequence, but I agree. It is really long and kind of odd, but the, um, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it is a thing that you could watch out of the context of the film and it wouldn't matter. It's not like you need to have known what's going on yeah, to really, like, unlike, say, the end of, you know, other things, like, like, I don't think you could do that with the end of American in Paris. Um, no, like, not I don't, so much. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you definitely couldn't do that with the end of La, La Land. So the, um, and it worked the same way. So I, I, I see what you're saying there. For me, the thing, my little nibble, my the little the problem I have with the movie is that it it may be too happy um like uh i used to talk about with my my friends a lot about what was the you know what are what are flawless movies and the singing of the rain would come up and i'd always be like i think it's just too happy and they would all, all of everyone would look at me i'm like dude how can a movie be too happy He's like, and i would always say if a movie can be too sad a movie can be too happy it's definitely in the realm of possibility i however i do think putting in sad relief as opposed to comic relief i guess in this film would be stupid (laughs) and would not make it a better movie i'm just saying that this is the thing about the about it that's always like bothered me i feel like if you watch sing in the rain a little too many times you might actually need to go watch something sad to like establish equilibrium (laughs) in your life again uh so like that's (laughs) like i'm just like I know that sounds weird and odd and you could disagree with me and you're probably a healthier person for doing so. But I don't know. That's, that's my little, my little bit about it, I guess. Um, I, uh, I, I agree with you in principle, but I am yeah.
0: giving you that same look right now. All the same. Ah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, all right. Yeah. I can't really tell if that was the Teresa at the beginning. Now I have to go back and look and see if that was her or not. It looks like her. It's just, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I just have no idea. No, I can't find yay or nay. I just can't figure out who plays that that woman at all. Um, <laughs> clearly, someone plays her. Um, <laughs> like, uh,
0: uh, we should mention that uh, Rita Moreno is very briefly in this film. It's a small part. Oh yeah,
1: she is. Yeah,
0: which had never registered for me until this last time that I watched it. She's That's she's got point. like three lines in the film. But there she is in, what, in uh, one of her, uh, her earlier
1: appearances. Mm-hmm. Now this bothers me, and I'm never gonna know who this woman is. I gotta find out who this is. Whatever. If I figure it out before the end of the thing, I'll say who it was. Um anyway, the uh If not, we can like but, it so later. Like, if Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um <laughs> it's just me being annoyed with myself at the moment. Sorry guys. Um <laughs> anyway, so anyway, so the film is uh The thing that I find odd about it, and and I talked about this a little bit on my uh, on my Oscar articles, um, is that the film was not even up for best picture. It was. uh, And I think part of this could be because the people who made this, uh, who made this also made American in Paris, which had won best picture two years before. And so perhaps the Academy or whoever decided those things was like, yeah, they've had they've done enough, you know, like they've uh, they've had their love. Um the film did relatively okay at the time. Um it's definitely gone on to become a better like a, a more well-known film, a as a bigger deal since, than when it was in nineteen fifty two. Nineteen fifty-two, yeah. And so that's so that's interesting to me. That it's fun to see how films get better with age as opposed to the other way around. Um it's interesting that the film that did win best picture in 1952 was a overlong circus film, the greatest show on earth, um, which is nowhere near as good as this. Um, But you know, it was a bigger movie than this though. I I will say that. I mean, that was directed by Cecil B. DeMille. It was like nearly three hours. It had all this stuff in it. Like, so it kind of makes sense why, but it still bothers me that this didn't get the love that it deserved um, at that moment, at least. But it is now recognized as a classic, like yes, pretty much so, universally. So yeah, no that. one would say. Yeah. So no one would say like, yeah, like no one would ever be like, oh, that's, that's stupid. Like no one, like anyone who ever, anyone who says they don't like this movie, you should consider not talking to for a while. <laughs> <laughs> not saying out drop them. Just, you know, just think about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Because I get it. Some people just don't like, you know, happy things that much. I mean, I get it. I get it. I totally understand. Well, I mean, I said the thing about it being too happy earlier. Yeah, um, so like, yeah I, I, understand.
0: I, I guess, but I, I, I think where where I stand on that is sort of what we alluded to in, in the title of, of this uh, On Again, Off Again series is these are movies for people who love movies. Love if somebody doesn't like this movie, maybe they
1: just don't like movies. Maybe movies are not for them that that you know that's actually a very good point like yeah if you don't like this there's a pretty good chance that there's you're missing something about the concept of movies <laughs> yeah yeah
0: so that's uh that's about all i've got
1: yeah it's about i mean that's about all we, I got we, we,
0: we could we could probably dig deeper and, and go on quite a lot longer but I, I think we've we've covered most
1: of the the high points yeah, what's uh, what's your favorite sequence in the movie? Oh gosh, for for me,
0: um, f- as as far as a, a musical number, I I would say uh, really probably Moses Supposes, just because I I, I I love the way it sort of grows or, organically. They're, they're, I, uh, I I have a note here that just says hoopty doody doodle. <laughs>
1: I, uh, I like that sequence. Um, part, uh, partly, they're just, the lyrics are just fun to sing when you have nothing to do with your life. You're like, Oh, Moses, Moses, yeah. his toes, his roses. I mean, they're just silly little lyrics, but they're kind of fun. I mean, yeah.
0: yeah. So there's, there's that, but I, I also really like where they're, uh, they're trying to figure out how they can actually record sound, where, where to put the microphone and how to get the actors to talk into it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and the the fallout in in the the film preview afterward. I mean that that to yeah. me is is really funny and it's
1: kind of insightful. You know, peeling back the the yeah. curtain a little bit. Yeah, and in fact, now if you actually look at some early talkies, you will actually see some scenes where people. Like you won't see like you know where there's just bad mixing where you like hear footsteps louder than others. Like there's, that doesn't really happen, but you'll definitely find some scenes where people are crowded around a centerpiece and a table just so they could, you know be heard because that's mm-hmm. where the microphone is mm-hmm. um i'm gonna never find out who this woman was and it's gonna bother me forever um uh, there might be a i'm gonna call that a win uh no i think you <laughs> should call it a win but because uh, i'm <laughs> definitely not getting you should definitely call it a win because i'm definitely not getting at least that it was centuries um but yeah it might be no that, 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 nothing got nothing you have failed me, Internet, while I talked to you. well Oh well, that's life. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> freaking awesome. Yeah. No, enjoy it. Well, okay. So then, yeah, that really—that's odd because now I have, now we have to rewatch the movie just like with considering the Sicharise just randomly has, shows up in the movie now because all this time I thought she was that woman at the beginning. So it'd be yeah, just just it, those it, couple it of to me. Yeah, just the couple <sighs> of scenes. Whatever. Yeah,
0: but there it oh. is. That's uh, that's singing in the rain. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing. Go watch it. Pause the podcast. It'll still be here. You can come back and listen to the last 10 seconds. Yep. Or not.
1: <laughs> or not. Yeah.
0: So, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye. Dancing and singing In